Hi, I'm Bashar and you're listening to Cosplay One Podcast. We're finally back after two months break. Uh, we're on vacation and then I uh, was uh, going after a lot of work. So I'm really excited to resume the podcast and I'm really happy with the guests we're having today. Before we uh, go on to the podcast, uh, just a brief to Cosplay One. If you don't know what it is, CosplayOne.com is a site that tries to bring the cosplay community in one place where cosplayers, photographers, and costume makers can upload their work, tag others in their work, and bring structure to the content rather than just rely on Facebook and Instagram tags. You can structure it into series, characters, and events to make it easier to find in the future. And for example, you could say, well, I want the Harley Quinn from that cosplayer in that event, and it's easier to find. So, if you haven't checked us yet, please uh, check us at cosplayone.com. Our guest today, uh, I met him first last year at MCM London. He was doing Jewel from uh, Last of Us. And he was really good, but what interests me is every cosplay he makes, and he keeps making different cosplays. He's always good in character and really excellent at taking poses. Our guest today is uh, James Whitley, known as James Worthy on Instagram and Facebook. James, thank you for being with us today. Thank you for letting me be with you. That's quite the introduction. <laughs> the pressure to live up to now. Uh, I'm pretty sure you will. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so uh, let's start by, before hammering you with questions, knowing a little more about you and uh, your background. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm very... Um, proud to be the first returning guest to the show just to say before i know i was on that one with um jade and jessica after mcm um in may i guess it was uh, yeah so i'm i'm james and um i mean i've been cosplaying for a few years now um i yeah i live in london and i work for a um a, a learning disability charity during that's my kind of day job and then i cosplay by night <laughs> essentially uh, great yeah i actually i should have mentioned that you're the, you are the first guest to come back you were with us at the London uh, MCM London episode. Steel Girl, yep, uh, Steel Girl Costler was supposed to be the first returning uh, guest on the show, but she cancelled that day. She was sick, <laughs> so you became the first one. Yay! <laughs> so, how far does your cosplay experience go, James? Tell us about your first time cosplaying um, um, from moment you decided to do it until you actually did it. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I was I was going to Comic Cons um, anyway. I'm, I'm obviously it's not like I've just got into this sort of culture, I guess. Um, so I was going to Comic Cons, the kind of showmasters ones over here, where um, it's it's more guest centric. So you'd go there and you'd meet a guest. So like I met loads of amazing people, like Stanley and people from Game of Thrones and stuff. Um, but I always loved the cosplay. That was like the big thing I liked about it. And I'd get photos of cosplayers and stuff like that, and that's what I'd. Yeah, I basically wanted to be a part of that kind of scene um, because I've always liked dressing up on like nights out over here. We'd have kind of themed nights out and we'd make our own little thing. And like one time we did a Walking Dead theme. Oh. So I, I went as Daryl. Um, so I, I guess, I mean, I wouldn't count it as a cosplay because it was just for a night out, but I just got a bit too into it for just it being a night out. Like it was, it was Daryl Dixon from season two where he i don't know if you if you watch the show do you watch walking dead uh, i watched only a few episodes and stopped sorry 
Yeah. Okay. This is this is an episode in season two though, where he's he's kind of been in the the woods on his own and he's a complete mess and he's got like ears around his neck. So I I kind of made these ears for my ear necklace and I just got a bit too into it, kind of weathering the clothes and stuff. And I thought, mm, you know, I could do this more often. I'm quite enjoying this. So that's kind of how it started. Also, um, around the same time, I went to the premiere of Thor: The Dark World. So that dates when this sort of was and i met there um a couple of people who are good friends of mine now um who are cosplayers so they through knowing them i sort of got into it too there that's danny and nika so that's uh danny lebriere and beyond believing um on instagram mm-hmm. so through them they're two dutch girls uh, who live over here um it sort of developed from there really so i started going to conventions um still the same conventions like london film and comic-con MCM was still a, a thing in the future at this point. Um, and I, I'd, I'd kind of cosplay for one day and then meet the guests on the other day. So I didn't want to meet them in cosplay. Then I wanted to do too many cosplays that I had to then cosplay both days. And I'd meet guests in these random cosplays. And then kind of cosplay took over and I don't really meet that many guests anymore. It's it's more about the cosplay and the, and the social side, I guess. Uh-huh. But why wouldn't you want to meet guests in cosplays? I, I, if I if I were a guest, I would be more impressed, I think, with a cosplayer rather than just an attendee. Yeah, and that's true. No, I know. I I like meeting them if it's an appropriate cosplay. Like if I'm meeting, you know, someone from The Walking Dead and I'm in a Walking Dead cosplay, that's great. I like that. But I like I met um, R.J. Meat, who plays with uh, Walt Jr. in Breaking Bad. Yeah, yeah, um, like Love, lovely, lovely. As, yeah, he's a really nice guy. But I met him as Steve Zizu, and it's just a bit random. Like meeting people in yeah it's just weird to then look back on the photos mm. and it's yeah i just find it strange i'd rather it was normal me when i'm meeting people sort of thing and mm. uh, your first comic-con uh cosplay was what exactly i i, I was trying to think of this because i yeah I, I i knew you'd be asking and i i can't quite remember the the dates kind of thing i went as richie tenenbaum from uh, the royal tenenbaums the west Co- uh, well, sorry wes anderson film um to london film and comic-con that was about the first okay. also with a, a very early incarnation of joel from the last of us which just makes me cringe to look at because it's terrible <laughs> uh, uh walking out of your first comic-con do you remember how it felt that uh, you first come as a cosplayer? Do you remember how it felt when you went back home on the train back home and lying on your bed? Yeah, I mean, I can't because I can't remember which one I did first. I can't remember that moment of, you know, this has been my first convention in cosplay sort of thing. So, I, you know, I liked I loved the whole thing of traveling to a con in cosplay and all this sort of stuff. The kind of bizarre looks you get on the train and all this sort of stuff. And then the excitement of when you see another cosplayer and you're like kind of a knowing look of, Oh, they're going to like that sort of thing. I love that whole side of things and that you can be a lot more sort of confident and, and that side of things when you're in cosplay. Cause it's like you're sort of hiding behind a mask essentially. Um, even if not literally, obviously, but, um, yeah, just to feel like you're a different person. And that is really exciting really. And that's the kind of joy of cosplay, I guess. Mm. Uh, I'm gonna just uh, tell the listeners. James right now is wearing a very cool Games of Thro- Game of Thrones T-shirt, <laughs> and what's better is behind him is the Last of Us very poster. Cool. I'm really jealous of that poster. Oh uh, yeah, I just is, I just noticed. I'm in my housemate's bedroom, but <laughs> uh, is, is that the one that came with the special edition of the game or no? Uh, I don't know. I I'm not even sure. I think it might be. Mm-hmm. I I don't have the special edition myself. Yeah, I'm not too sure. Okay. <laughs> 
before last thanks for saying it's a cool yeah, yeah, it is cool. Yeah, great. Before <laughs> before the game came out, I pre-ordered it from a local uh, online store here, and they screwed up my order. Uh, the game was late and then never <laughs> delivered, so I had to play the game late and not get the special edition. So I was completely oh, mad. I still don't buy from them online after that incident. <laughs> that, that's yeah, it. Yeah, they've burned <laughs> No, I, I started, yeah, Last of Us is my favorite game of all time. So that's why I've done Joel a few times and tried to improve it a little bit each time. Because Joel, again, I, I first did it for a Halloween night out. That's mm-hmm. why I got the bits together and stuff. So that, again, it wasn't even for a cosplay. And then when I did do it, it was just terrible to begin with because I didn't understand about, you know, coloring my hair or anything. So I just went like an idiot. <laughs> and looked terrible. Uh, I'm going to stop you here. When you say it wasn't for a cosplay, you were... Dressing as a character, so why would you say it's not for a cosplay? I just would just consider it fancy dress. If it's not a convention or for a photo shoot or something, I just consider it fancy dress. Really, if it's if it was only for a night out and stuff, because yeah, there's there's a couple of other things. I did a Walter White from Breaking Bad. I, I shaved my beard off to have his goatee, like a Heisenberg goatee. Okay. And again, that's I count that as a dressing up because it wasn't for a convention or anything that <laughs> slightly predates that. Does it have to be a convention to cosplay? In my opinion, if you're doing it even in your home, it's cosplaying. That's how I look yeah, at it. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I would now, but at the time, because I hadn't done any cosplaying before, it was just, you know, everyone had some fancy dress sort of thing. Like, yeah, it didn't feel like cosplay. But now if I if I did it even just for, you know, for a, a selfie or, you know, in a different cos- costume or something, I would call it mm-hmm. cosplay, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you actually touched on my next question. Uh, I met you in last, uh, not this October, the, the actually, yes, last October. False, yeah, not, right? not this one. Yeah, just I'm, I'm losing <laughs> track of dates. Uh, yeah, last uh, October 2016, and mm-hmm. you were cosplaying Jewel, and alongside you was Ellie, uh, cosplayed by Beth. And, Bethan, yeah. Cool. Yeah, and Leslie as a clicker. You were, the three of you were great. I couldn't contain myself when I saw you and I was so happy that you gave me time to take uh, photos, different angles. And I was actually, I remember thinking like, are they getting pissed off right now? What? I don't want to stop. <laughs> I'm having a good time. No, no. <laughs> so, thanks for the short, for a short time first. <laughs> no, I thought it was really nice to meet you. I'm really glad I met you. Yeah, me too. Uh, tell us about this cosplay experience. Have you have you all played the game first and then decided to cosplay it, or did it just naturally happen? Yeah, we have we have all played the game. I actually, um, it was a previous MCM when I went as Joel to MCM and kind of when I didn't dirty myself up or anything. It was it was terrible. That's when I met Bethan, who was cosplaying Ellie that day. So we were really excited to meet each other and get a photo together. And from there, we we kind of became friends and then arranged to go as Joel and Ellie to another one sort of thing. So it wasn't like we were just three friends who happened to like the game and decided to cosplay it. We sort of met through it, really. So that that's cool. Okay. What and, about... Hmm? Yeah, sorry, go ahead. And then, yeah, I don't really know where Leslie came from. <laughs> no, she, um, she's another friend who I've met through conventions, and she just wanted to have a go of making the clicker sort of... I don't even know what you call it. I guess a, a mask, helmet, whatever you'd call it, to put the kind of fungus stuff on her head. So we're like... Yeah, let's do that. Okay. <laughs> so we all uh, planned to do it on that day and did it together. Okay, what was the reaction that day? How did it go? Did you feel like a badass walking there? Your yeah, I, I, I definitely did. Yeah, because I was at one point. Um, I was I was trying to meet up with Bethan at the Ellie, um, and I, I hadn't found her, and I was, so I was just walking around looking for Ellie, and it was really funny because people kept coming up to me, and I was like. 
they're like, oh, you look awesome. Can I get a photo? And I was like, just if you wait a minute. Hopefully Ellie will be here soon. And like, they, yeah, but it felt really cool though to be, yeah, to be Joel. And there's a guy who, again, I've kind of become friends with since, a guy called uh, Jacob, who he came up to me and just got a photo. And from him really liking the photo he got, he decided to like make a photography account and got really into it now. So that was really nice to to see that from... I mean, I guess from me, obviously he, he's got an interest in it and may have just done it anyway sort of thing. But it was nice that he was so happy with the photo he got of me that he it kind of inspired him to, to get a lot more into it. So that was really nice. Uh, do you know his Instagram? Yeah, it's um, it, it's changed a few times, actually. It's, it's simply photography. I think it's simply underscore photography underscore something else, OG right. or something. But yeah. I'll, um, I'll find it. I'm not sure <laughs> if I'm following. I'm trying to see. Uh, did you get a chance to take photos with the actors? Uh, yeah I've met um, Troy Baker who does the voice of Joel at um, Optimus convention in Bristol it was it was a shame um, I can't remember the, the lady's name who plays Ellie Ash I want to say Ashley uh, Annie, Annie, Johnson uh, Ellie I, I forgot like. the name as well yeah I think it's something like Ashley Johnson um, she um, she cancelled unfortunately she had a work commitment I think so oh. I, I was going there to meet Joel and Ellie but um, yeah so I met Troy Baker and that was that was very very exciting. <laughs> he was he was so excited to see um, a Joel cosplayer, and it was it was a very rushed shoot. They were kind of pushing people through, but he was so happy. He was like, "Oh, let's take another one. Let's let's do a portrait one. So we get more costume in." And he was just like the nicest guy. And that was yeah, that was so nice. That was such a nice kind of feeling of yeah, a kind of achievement of meeting him and him being so excited by it. Uh, actually, the only actors I took photos with was the first one was Annie Mershik, was which, which was Tess from Last of Us. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I, lo- I love that character so I was so happy it was there Yeah. and then the <laughs> other MCM was Ted Baker with uh, uh, jo- Troy Baker Tro- uh, say Ted Baker <laughs> so, sorry sorry Troy Baker and uh, Noah North so, Noah North yeah yeah, no, no, yeah yeah. so I took a uh, photo with both of them at the same time yeah no I, I really wanted to meet Noah North yeah just obviously for Nathan Drake reasons I'm a massive Naughty Dog fanboy so yeah, Uncharted games, Last of Us, Crash Bandicoot. They're my favorite games. <laughs> did, did you finish the last the last uh, Uncharted game? Did you finish it? Uh, do you mean Uncharted 4 or Lost Legacy? Lost the, Legacy. The, the new... Yeah, yeah, I just finished that yesterday, actually. How was it? Yeah, very much very much enjoyed that. Yeah, I really really did like that a lot. It's just so beautiful. It's, it's insane. Like, There's a photo mode on it. Um, and just these the backdrops and these kind of Indian sculptures and the, the countryside. It's just... Oh, it's just beautiful. It is <laughs> so beautiful. cinematic. Yeah, yeah. I, I felt the story could have been better. That was my disappointing part. Yeah, it was it was a fairly kind of generic plot, but I I thought the gameplay was really good. They like the yeah. the kind of the kind of what do you call them? Like the combat parts mm-hmm. were really great. I really liked the driving and the train part as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, mm-hmm. I really like the gameplay side of things. Mm-hmm. So uh, can I stop you at Last of Us for a bit more? Uh, <laughs> What's made you like this game? Why is this game special, do you think? Um, I, I mean, I just think it's the best game of all time. I think I'm, I'm, a, I'm a massive movie fan, and that, to me, feels like a movie that you're playing. If you know what I mean, like, to be a good game, it doesn't need to be like a very cinematic thing. It could be like a very basic puzzle game, and that could be an amazing game. But The Last of Us is just the most cinematic game, I think, with the most investable characters, like... Joel and Ellie are amazing characters, as well as other characters in the game as well. I just think the acting, the voice acting is just superb. The, again, the, the visuals, the graphics are just so good. And I, I got obsessed with the multiplayer as well. So 
I mm. just as an all-round game, I, I just spent you know hundreds of hours playing the multiplayer. I got so into that. Okay, no, so, I, I didn't play it a lot. I played it just a little, but the story yeah. was really captivating. The story, the story is amazing, and it's oh, it's very scary in places and stuff as well. And I'm I'm a bit of a wimp with games because I can watch any horror film and that's fine. But when I'm when I'm you know the person moving around these corridors or that, I, I get very scared. So I, I found it very um, intense to play, but um, oh, it's so enjoyable, so rewarding. Yeah, I remember there was this over uh, infected one. I forgot what it's what he's called. He was huge, and there was this room. A bloater. I think yes, and I thought I have to kill him. And I kept shooting all the bullets I have, and I'm like, "Fuck you, fucking die!" <laughs> I run out of bullets. <laughs> yeah, those desperate times when you've got nothing and you're kind of crawling around trying to find a brick or something. And, yeah, and you you just in, you're in real trouble because I'm I'm so bad at being stealth and sneaking around and stuff. I I I mess it all up and end up having to just shoot my way out of it every time. Oh, oh but it's yes. hard when there's there's clickers running after you. Oh, it's, there's a. Do you remember the bit with the generator where you've got to turn the generator on and then run? Yes. through a doorway or something oh that that still gives yeah. me nightmares that bit <laughs> yeah yeah back to the cosplaying you've done a huge amount of cosplays can you quickly give us a run of the ones you've cosplayed that comes to mind yeah yeah i mean i i was i was counting this earlier i've done 18 cosplays i think which wow. i don't know if that sounds a lot does that sound a lot i guess it does it, it felt like more than i thought i'd done if that makes sense mm-hmm. um so just to quickly run through, I mean, I won't yeah get on about each one in great detail. <laughs> we we uh, obviously Joel I've mentioned Richie Tenenbaum I mentioned as well um, from The Walking Dead. Then I I did Herschel and uh, Jesus. So Herschel was Herschel was really fun because I got to have crutches for the day and like people on the bus gave me their seat and stuff. So I felt really bad about that. <laughs> <laughs> I was kind of hopping around all day and yeah I did feel bad about that, but I found it very funny. <laughs> Um, I did a Walter White in a hazmat suit from Breaking Bad. Um, Bojack Horseman, which uh, I don't know if you've watched that. That's a, a brilliant show. Um, I did a Kazoo Kid, which was just a kind of internet meme. So it was kind of just a joke one, but that was that was really fun. Um, Steve Zizou from The Life Aquatic, another Wes Anderson film. Um, Obi-Wan Kenobi for Star Wars Celebration. Uh, Hopper from Stranger Things. Krieger from Archer. Um, Iron Fist, I've done a couple of times. I know everyone hates Iron Fist, um, the character, but yeah, I, I've done that a couple of times. <laughs> I love this. By the way, I saw the cosplay before I saw the TV show, and I saw the view. Oh, that's the really... cosplay! <laughs> yeah, it just, I don't even know where that came from. I think I saw a promo image for it, and I was like, oh, he could look a bit like me in the, in the right light. So I kind of curled my hair and got a similar looking shirt. This was like long before the show had come out. So I, I, I hadn't had a proper look at what, what he was wearing. There was just some promo images, I think. And we did a, an amazing shoot. Um, all of the defenders, like Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, a daredevil, with um, Carlos, photographer Carlos Adama, and uh, Jessica, aperture, aperture photography. And that was the first cosplay photo shoot I did. And it was, I just love those pictures. I, they're my favorite cosplay pictures I've, I've had. I think they're so great. Anyway, sorry. Um, so yeah, the... John Wick, I did. Logan, Sirius Black, um, a Style Boys cosplay from Popstar. I think I was talking about last time from from the last MCM when I was talking to you before. Um, Martin from the uh, the show Dirk Gently. He's one of the rowdy three, and that was that was another cool cosplay. And then finally, I think Hector from the Hunt for the Water People. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's all the ones I can remember. <laughs> okay, uh, like can you name two or three that are top for you? Yeah. Um, 
I mean, I, I feel like I have to say Joel, just because I've done that so many times and bored everyone with that one, so I'll, I'll say him. Um, I think uh, Dr. Krieger from Archer, because that was the first time I tried cell shading, like painting the lines on my clothes. It's a, it's a cartoon. I don't know if you know Archer. But um, yeah, that was that's probably my favorite one I've done. But also um, Steve Zizou, because that was, I don't know if, yeah, that's a, a blue kind of outfit with a, a dark blue trim, but I, that's the one I've kind of done from scratch the most, because that just started out as like a a white shirt and some white trousers so i got to dye them and sew parts onto them sew a patch onto them that sort of thing and we did a nice uh, shoot on the beach with um oh no it's jade photography so that got some really nice photos from that one as well and yeah, yeah I, 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 I remember the photo yeah 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 kind of blue outfit and a funny little smurfy red hat on the, on the beach but yeah that was cool so i'd say yeah krieger steve zizou and joel are probably my favorites uh anyone's your regret um, I mean, I wouldn't say regret. Some I've enjoyed wearing a lot less, if that makes sense. The one, I mean, the ones I just mentioned as my favourite. Coincidentally, they're all very comfortable to wear, and that's a big thing if you're spending a day in kind of hot environments and in queues, being pressed against people. So the the two that I've had that kind of had masks, they're the ones I find the least enjoyable to wear because when my visions, you know, you can't haven't got all your peripheral vision and stuff because you're looking through a kind of horse's head, then it, it is really uncomfortable and kind of you feel so kind of uneasy and anxious because you, you can't see where you're going. You're going to bang, bang into people and stuff like, yeah, I, I find some wigs are pretty uncomfortable to wear, but I think just not having my sight is, is the main thing for me where I just don't enjoy doing that. So I'm going to try and avoid that sort of one in future. <laughs> Okay, so you have sort of some sort of restrictions. You don't want masks, helmets. You don't want uncomfortable wigs, and you don't want to shave the beard. That's something I. <laughs> I actually am <laughs> shaving the beard for MCM October. Oh. So it opens a whole world of new cosplays I can do. Um, no, I mean I would. Yeah, if there's a character I love, or if it was part of a group with people, I, I would you know wear some sort of helmet or something. I mean, helmet's fine. Yeah, some sort of mask again. That's fine. It's it, it just is a bit uncomfortable. That's all. <laughs> but no, I am shaving the beard off, so that that brings me a whole world of uh, possibilities. <laughs> yeah, that it does. Uh, so you obviously enjoy cosplaying. You keep doing it and going to conventions. How does it yep. change your day when you go as a cosplayer? Are you outside most of the day, just looking to hang with other cosplayers, taking photos and. Uh, does it get in the way when you just want to relax or go inside and be just a normal convention attendee? Um, I mean, it, it is a lot different um, to be in cosplay, I find, to, to not be in cosplay. Because I, I was saying earlier, I went to lots of cons in not in cosplay for you know for a couple of years, really. So I'm, I'm very much used to that side of things. But um, it, I mean, it does. It's, it's by choice that it changes it, though. I'd say if I wanted to just do exactly the same thing, I could do maybe depending on if I can see properly and that sort of thing again. But in a, you know, any old cosplay, really, I, I could just do it the same way. It's not like I'm going to get mobbed or something. <laughs> it's not like, you know, but um, I, I do choose to hang outside a lot more these days, partly because I've kind of seen most of the stalls before, you know, it's the same sort mm -hmm. of thing you're going to be seeing. So I'm not usually that kind of desperate to, you know, I'll have a kind of shopping list and I'll usually do that on the Friday of a convention, get that sort of stuff out of the way. And then I can just hang with some people and just kind of, yeah, I mean, the social side is kind of why I, I like cosplay. I've made lots of great friends through it. Um, so it's nice to just hang out with them. And that's the kind of time you all come together a couple of times a year. 
and you get to see them and also get some cool photos. So, yeah, I, I, I always prefer the outside photos than the kind of stop and drop kind of photos on the, on the con floor sort of thing. So they're, they're better for, for both the photographer and the cosplayer sort of thing. I'm, I'm sure you'd agree. <laughs> yeah, I, I yeah. tried going to Stockholm Comic Con. While it was different experience than different people, it was all indoor and outdoor it was snowing. And no one took me on my oh, wow. to take. Yeah, I wanted to do a snow photo shoot because, you know. Yeah. And no one was like, no. I told them, look, I'll take out my jacket. So we're on the same level. <laughs> if we want to take my shirt, just let's go to it. No one, no one took me on this offer. Just, oh, no. That, I can yeah. imagine so many cosplays work really well in the snow as well. Like, obviously, yeah. something like Frozen or Game of Thrones or, you know, anything that's got some snowy kind of backdrops especially. But then anything just looks nice in the snow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But everyone like, nope, <laughs> not going out. <laughs> Oh, it's such a shame. Yeah. <laughs> There's like, so, uh, you haven't been to MCM Birmingham, have you, I don't think? No. No, because that, that's, again, it's, you know, it's the usual kind of big con hall and all that sort of stuff. But then outside there's a big lake and there's some woods and stuff. So it's really mm. nice. To, if you're going there, you know, all the, you know, the, the photographers are just hanging around the woods sort of thing. <laughs> Not in a weird I, way. That yeah, sounds weird. <laughs> yeah, I think but, I, saw, uh, I saw some of the pictures. Now it remind me. Yeah. Yeah, so it's really nice to, to have a con with an outside bit that's, you know, quite photogenic itself. And it's, yeah, good for lots of different cosplays. Yeah, true. Uh, so, James, I know you make most of the costume yourself. Can you tell us about how you started getting into that? Did you have experience before or you just taught yourself or did you get someone to help you? And what parts of the cosplay do you still need uh, to outsource? Yeah, well, I mean, I'm quite like I say lucky, or I don't know what the word is, but I most of my cosplays are things where I can I can find a shirt that will be a good base, and then I can you know weather it or alter it in a way that I need to, sort of thing. So I, I, I'm, yeah, I, I, my, I wouldn't say I have any great skills or anything really. I'm I'm just kind of plodding along, trying things, buying things off eBay that end up not being right, and wasting loads of money because I'm stupid and don't look at sizing's right or to get the color wrong and all that sort of stuff but no i i, I mean i i'd like to think i am slowly getting some skills i i'd like to think so like you know sewing or weathering or dyeing stuff i like you know i like to try things i like to get stuck in and if it doesn't work then it doesn't work but you know i i do like to try things but i'm lucky that there's lots of people i can ask for help um even just you know just asking questions as a kind of sounding board or actually physically to help me do things because i need a lot of help yeah, i'm useless <laughs> but no i yeah i yeah i do get lots of help from yeah people who are good at different types of makeup and all that sort of stuff and people who've done all this stuff before so they're great sources of advice kind of sources of information yeah so you don't have some sort of messy workshop area at your apartment oh my my whole house, my whole flat's a very just one big mess really from all these random little props that i've got yeah. or made from all the other cosplays and just i've got this rail of, of cosplays that's that was once neat and it's now just a, a rail and a pile and a kind of vacuum packed bags and all this sort of stuff just try and have room for it but yeah there's there's a there's a lot of stuff <laughs> that's the problem with cosplay i don't want to kind of in these you know i'd like to think i might wear some of these again and stuff but it takes up so much space <laughs> that's that's the problem yeah i can guess uh from all your cosplays cosplay experience is there a moment where you felt extremely special do you get feedback that you'll always remember keep it close to your hearts 
Yeah, I mean, uh, talking to you earlier about the Troy Baker experience, that was so nice to have the voice actor really appreciate it and it felt so genuine how excited he was by it but there's been a few things like that where the um the guy who plays martin in uh, dirk gently uh michael eckland he he kind of commented on my picture and was like yes 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 that's kind of you know he was super excited by it and the official um dirk gently account tweeted a photo of me and stuff and that was really nice recognition from a quite a small show um that has a really nice fan community like they're, they're, they're the nicest kind of fan group I think I've come across. It was, it was, it's been really nice, actually, um, the kind of feedback I had from that. And also, like, the costume designer from the show started following me and stuff, and that that was really nice as well. And I, also, actually, on the um, speaking about Danny Rand again, the, the actress who plays Madame Gao in the um, the Netflix shows, she's been in Daredevil, Iron Fist, and Defenders, she... Um, uh, my friend Ugo, who was the Luke Cage in our group, showed her a photo of our of our Defenders shoot, and she was like, "Ah, oh, that guy, he looks just like Finn. He looks just like Finn Jones." And oh. that was really nice to hear as well <laughs> from someone who's actually filmed loads of scenes with him and knows him, sort of thing. Uh, so that she was... wasn't she wasn't pointing at your friend's photo, so it wasn't just complimenting, I guess. Because otherwise, she would have... no, she yeah yeah she it was yeah it's really genuine. She was saying, "Oh, you know, you all look great, but he looks just like him," and all this. So she was like amazed at how how well we've done it and that's you know credit to the photographers and all that as well obviously but yeah no that was very exciting to hear (laughs) yeah really exciting uh glad to hear that uh so james you mentioned you don't have that big of skills let's say you have infinite skills to do what you need and that'd be nice yeah and what's coming is better you are as rich as tony stark Oh, that's even better, yeah. And you're going to organize this, are you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the first question is, if you're as rich as Tony Stark, can you lend me a million dollars? I think I could I think I could do that, yeah. <laughs> Thanks. The second question is, if you are as rich, will you still do cosplays? Or do you have something better to do? Yeah, I do cosplays. I do the most amazing <laughs> cosplays. <laughs> cool. Okay, then. Uh, what, would you, what would you make, then? I, I think my dream cosplay is um, Birdman. Have you seen the film Birdman or heard of Birdman? Yeah, it won yeah, the Oscar, yeah. uh, best yeah, yeah, film a couple it. of years back. Michael mm-hmm. Keaton. And that's one of my favorite films. Um, I've got a tattoo of it, actually. Um, but um, no, the, the costume from Birdman, I would absolutely love to do. That's one of my absolute dream cosplays with wings and everything. That Yeah, that, that's the kind of... I know it's a big film and it, it won Best Picture and stuff, but it's not like... It's not like going to a con as Tony Stark where everyone knows who you are. I feel like not that many people would even recognize it, but the people who would would be like, would you know, appreciate the effort and kind of, yeah, that's my, my dream cosplays are always, well, usually the ones where not everyone necessarily knows who they are, but the people who do really like it. That's, that's my goal. That's my perfect cosplay. It does connect you with the true fans of the movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because, yeah, there was... Um, when uh, we went as the people from the Hump of the Water people, uh, Ricky Baker and Hector, literally only one per- no, two people, I think, recognized us all day. But they were so happy. And yeah, they both said, oh, that made my weekend sort of thing, seeing you guys as the Hump of the Water people. So that that's my dream cosplay. The people that if I saw, I would be like, oh, my God, that's amazing. They're the ones I like. And obviously, you know, it's great seeing Deadpools and Harley Quinns and you know Overwatch characters and stuff you see loads of them and that's still amazing. I love seeing that, but I love seeing those little niche kind of characters where you don't see them every day, you know, every con you go to, but they're just, you know, you can tell somebody loves that property or that show or whatever it is. That's what I like. Uh-huh. 
well, I hope you manage. I've seen cosplays with wings before. I'm not for sure how sophisticated you have it in your mind. That, that's, that's, no, expands. I mean, yeah, that, I can't. I've seen some amazing ones. I think it's from Supernatural. I've not seen Supernatural. I think it might be a character called Castiel, maybe, who has massive wings. I've seen some amazing wings people have done in kind of cosplay masquerades, and I just would not know where to start on those at all. But they always very, very much impress me. Well, I hope you make it someday. And if you make it, I, yeah, I, I hope I, I'll be there to take a picture. Yeah, I'll make sure of it. Okay. <laughs> That's one I definitely shaved my beard off for. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, spoiler alert, you're not Tony Stark. Sorry. <laughs> well, that was, that was nice while it lasted. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to say you lack skills. I think you really do have them. And you seem to be getting better and better. What are your plans for the upcoming cosplays and which conventions are you attending? Yeah, well, um, I mean, I've hinted at it a couple of times by saying I'm, I'm going to be shaving the beard. I'm shaving that off for a cosplay. I'm going to be Scott Pilgrim in a Scott Pilgrim group um, at MCM October. So I'm very excited about that. We've got quite a few of the characters kind of, yeah, it's a fairly big group, actually. So I'm really excited to do that. Um, so, yeah, MCM October is the next big con I'm going to. I'm going to be popping to EGX next week. That's Eurogamer, kind of video games one. Um, where I'll probably be cosplaying Ellie from The Last of Us if things go right. I've been making her bag this week. I know I have a beard. <laughs> I can tell you're looking sceptical. Uh-huh. <laughs> you're I, well, I mean, it's kind of Joel as Ellie. I don't know. I, I haven't quite worked out in my head yet how I'm doing it, but that's that's the plan. It's kind of a casual, comfortable one to wear. Um, so then there's, yeah, MCM October's next, where I'll be Scott Pilgrim, then Woody from Toy Story on the Saturday. Oh, yeah. And then my... Yeah, I'm very excited about that as well, because um, that's my favourite film of all time, Toy Story. Um, and then the Sunday, I'm not sure, because I've I've spent all these last few years trying to think of bearded characters that I can cosplay, or characters that have masks, or things like that, where a beard is, is fine. And I haven't even considered all these characters that don't have beards, oh. so I don't even know who I want to be for the Sunday now. So I've got a few options, but um, yeah, I've got a little while to decide. So that's, yeah, that's exciting. And then uh, MCM October, no, sorry, MCM Birmingham in November is the uh, the following con that that will probably see me out through the year. That That's, yeah, the only other one left, I think. I'm not sure quite what I'm cosplaying for that yet. I think something from The Room. I don't know if you've seen the film The Room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lovely movie. Unfortunate, unfortunately, yeah. they let like seven years old kids into the movie and there was this guy playing with something in his hand, all movie, like, why, why are you here? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me started on cinema etiquette. That's that drives me mad. Yeah, I, I almost stopped <laughs> um, going to movies. I I missed Spider Man from the cinema. Yeah, I, not worth it. Right, it drives me mad. Um, I went to see um, It last week, and someone in the cinema was taking photos like with a flash ah. throughout. Like every time Pennywise was on screen, they'd you know send a photo on Snapchat to their friends or whatever. And then at the end of the film, like five minutes from the end of the film, big emotional climax. Like about ten people just ran in the cinema and just sat down chatting and taking phone calls, and then they got chucked out. But it completely ruined the film. It already ruined <laughs> like, the film. To, ruined... to me, one minute is ruining the film. Like, imagine. Yeah, exactly. Imagine the movie up. People tell me oh, it's just the opening. Imagine the movie up. The opening is one of the best openings ever in the history oh, it is. of it's so, oh. movies. Oh, it's Not so just... sad, isn't it? It's so sad. Yeah. So <laughs> imagine someone walking in. And then starting to remember, oh, I still didn't buy my popcorn, goes back out and comes and he has to distribute yeah. the uh, 
merchandise between him and his friends. Here's your popcorn. Where is my cook? This is diet. And then the the yeah. ten minutes are gone. I I'm I'm I lost this momentum to get inside the movie. The directors and writers worked for years to make the plot. Yeah. And then this guy just ruins it in two minutes because he wanted to buy a popcorn. I so it's so annoying. I I, could, I mean I could rant about cinemas all day, and I love the cinema. I, you know, I, so I don't stop going, but I have so many bad experiences, and so many times I've told people off in the cinema because I I can't bear people being on their phones. Yeah. And I so I tell people, you know, sorry, can you get off your phone? And usually they're all right about it, and they kind of you know feel a bit sheepish and you know not quite apologise, but stop doing it. But I've witnessed a lot of arguments where people have just been like. No, I'm not making any noise. But it's the light. The light drives me mad <laughs> when you're in a in a dark cinema. The kind of light pollution is dist- so distracting. It is. It is. Uh, well, what are we gonna do? I know. Uh, there is a comic, by the <laughs> way, uh, by Oatmeal, I think, about the ultimate cinema, where there is this room for people who talk, where they put them inside the globe and they keep dropping popcorn on them, and they can't talk <laughs> and eat all they want. And there is this other cinema. Uh, for the rest of the people, <laughs> yeah, that's a dream cinema. That, Someone should do this. My 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 dream cinema would just have like lead walls, so that nobody could be making any calls or talking to anyone. They wouldn't have any connection on their phones. That's that's my dream. And like, I go to quite a few press screenings where you put your phone in a bag at the beginning of the film, and I'd happily do that if it meant other people weren't on their phones. Like, uh, drives me mad. <laughs> uh, oh, James. From your Instagram, as I've been following you for a while, it seems that most of your friends are actually cosplayers as well. What do you think is the percentage of friends that are you made through conventions, and what are the? Yeah, I mean, I it's it's not like I I, I only associate with cosplayers now or anything like that. It's just that I've I have made a lot of friends through through conventions. So from starting out just going on my own, really, um, not knowing lots of people. I mean, it's through yeah just through conventions well through things like instagram uh, i've made loads of friends through it and it, I, you know i'm so lucky for that that i do have a good proportion um, of my friends who are cosplayers which means i can plan cool group things and all that sort of stuff because that's yeah i mean yeah I, I absolutely love that i can meet up with these people you know sometimes just a couple of times a year and just share our love of these things and dressing up and and kind of geek culture i guess that is yeah it's it's definitely changed my life in that in that way without sounding too kind of you know overblown but it's yeah to meet so many amazing people through it it's just been so nice mm. uh do you still hang out with other friends that don't go to conventions like let's call them mug- oh, mug- no, muggles yeah do you hang out with muggles <laughs> uh cool yeah of course i do yeah i've got loads of friends who that they've they're you know into kind of geek culture usually mm. to be honest because that's sort of everyone is really but um yeah there's i've got some friends who'd never cosplay that you know it's just not their thing at all and that's fine obviously but yeah no they're, they're still they, they find it funny all these costumes i dress up in and mm. people like my mum who are sort of just calls it dressing up and and this sort of thing and doesn't take it seriously just thinks it's this funny little thing that i do <laughs> kind of thing yeah um yeah no I, i've got lots of friends that aren't into cosplay but yeah good portion of them are since you mentioned your mother calling it just dressing up and not taking it seriously do you ever think about trying to take it semi-professionally, like uh, take acting classes? Maybe you can get a ro- minor role somewhere. Or no, <laughs> I mean, I'd love to get a minor role somewhere. That sounds great, but um, no, I there's far more talented cosplayers that 
deserve that completely deserve that like you know people who are amazing at crafting weapons and stuff like that completely deserve to be able to get involved in the kind of you know prosthetics department on a movie or a, or a tv show or costume makers completely deserve that sort of thing i i don't deserve anything but it's just a bit of fun but i i yeah i mean yeah i'd, I'd never take it professionally because i'd i'd never get asked to do anything like that i know there's some amazing cosplayers out there that completely deserve it so i'll let them take that <laughs> uh what if cosplay was banned suddenly there is a law banning cosplayers it's illegal, oh, illegal no, but... to cosplay what would you do um I'd, I'd still go to conventions i you know i'm still into these these things geek cultures just pop culture these days so i i'd still enjoy that it it would be a shame and uh, because that wouldn't be as fun so but yeah no I, i'd still um cherish the friends i've made through it and have all these nice memories but uh, uh, what would you do other, what, what would you be taking photos of uh, yeah I'll, I'll get to that but first how what would you do outside the conventions because there is nothing to prepare for there is yeah i mean i i have lots of other interests movies i i mean i've yeah through mentioning about the cinema a minute ago i i go to the cinema a lot i watch movies a lot that's that's my big love really movies um as well as music and football and stuff which i also am into um so yeah i've got lots of other interests which i guess would get their time in the spotlight instead of being overshadowed by cosplay okay. <laughs> well for me uh I, I love actually uh landscape photography that's a real passion for me so I'll, oh, that's really I always nice, yeah. try to take a day or two, go somewhere where I can take some photos. So last MCM, after the MCM, uh, I did some private photo shoot with uh, Maris Klopp, the uh, Hermione lookalike cosplayer. Yeah, the Hermione Granger. Yeah, yeah. And I immediately, immediately took a uh, train to Bath, arrived there at midnight, and then 10 a.m. next morning I had the photography tour there. Uh, 5 p.m. Oh, yeah, wow, 5 cool. p.m. I ba- took my bag and to the airport, I think. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> so I had less than a day in Bath, but I wanted to do some photo shoots. So I tried to make the time. No, I'm terrible. When I see like an amazing landscape or some um, you know incredible architecture, like building or setting, the first thing I always think of is, oh, what cosplay would work well here? I'm I'm really bad for that. I spend my life walking like on my commute to work and stuff. I spend my whole time thinking, oh, that guy could do a really good cosplay from so and so. He looks so much <laughs> like you know, and I. I see everything through these kind of cosplay spectacles that I, even when I'm watching a film these days, if there's anyone that I feel like, yeah, I, I spend my whole time thinking, oh, I'd love to cosplay that guy. Look at him. Even though he's, you know, he might be in one scene in this movie. Oh, okay. that I'd never actually do, but I still spend my time thinking about it all the time. It's always in your brain. Like, this is how it. Yeah, it is. It is this yeah. reminds me, I've been to Norway and Denmark for my vacation. Uh, there yeah. were ruins in Norway first, which I saw and like, uh, I need. I thought of you, and I thought of uh, Supreme Outcasts cosplay. You know him? No, I don't think so. He cosplays as Witcher and other amazing cosplays. Oh, okay. Uh, and I thought of you like this is perfect for Last of Us cosplaying. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that anything I see that's a bit tatty, I think, oh, I could do a Last of Us shoot here. It's just like some disgusting alleyway or whatever it is. Yeah. Last day in Denmark, I just had a day in an island, and there was this. Uh, castle that is abandoned. Uh, it's ruins, but it's huge. Like, and there is no entry tickets, and it's open all day. So you could literally yep. go and take pictures at sunset, <laughs> sunrise, do all you want. There are stairs. You can go up, oh, down, and climb. Like, oh, I need to do photo shoots here. 
<laughs> I'll send you the pictures later. Did you did you see the um do you know Maul cosplay? Have you have you seen his photos? He does yes. the best role in, in the world. Yes. And they went to that Chernobyl and he had an actual flamethrower and it's it with deer and everything. It's that's oh. the kind of high end like incredible cosplay like he's the best i think one, one, yeah he's one day we so have to great. do it <laughs> of course yeah no we'll, we'll go there and we'll recreate of course it. <laughs> after we look like uh, doesn't look as interesting <laughs> maybe we should hide it <laughs> Other than, besides admitting that we took all the strip and then this is what we came up with <laughs> no I'm sure, I'm, I'm sure you do great but yeah i love this i saw the pictures like wow and yeah and he does Geralt from the witcher as well and that's yes. incredible that yeah the, that's so good the way of editing is really interesting it's it blends it like it feels like it's a movie or a game yeah it really does it's it it's feels so like high-end production if that yeah mm. it just it feels like it's expensive just everything about it <laughs> yeah uh so james you've already mentioned your interest in music movies tv shows uh do you have anything to recommend what games tv shows or movies you tried lately yeah, I mean, I feel like I've mentioned a lot of them in, in the process. Like, I finished Uncharted Lost Legacy okay. uh, yesterday, um, and I, I love the Uncharted games. They're just so fun. Um, I, it kind of, yeah, I used to like Tomb Raider when I was kind of got my first PS1, like my first PlayStation. I think it was Tomb Raider 3 at the time. And, yeah, that I feel like Uncharted started kind of copying that formula of, you know, Tomb Raider, but then it became its own thing where a kind of, the new Tomb Raider games have been copying Uncharted, really, because they yes. just pushed it to a whole new level yeah. where, with Uncharted 2, which is just an incredible game. Um, yeah, so I'd say Uncharted Lost Legacy is just an absolutely beautiful game that I almost feel would be as fun to watch as to play in a, in a weird way, just because it's so cinematic. Um, it just looks incredible, but it's very fun to play as well. So I'd say that for the, for the game, I, I've finally taken Overwatch out of my PS4 for a brief time. I'm sure I'll go back to that this week because i i'm obsessed with overwatch still and i don't see that ending anytime soon um so yeah for game i'd say uncharted lost legacy um for movie i i would say it stephen king's it oh, okay because that I, I think it just broke some record of biggest ever september opening so i imagine most people have seen it but it's so good i i really loved it. it it despite my horrible cinema experience it was it was a great film it's very kind of got that stranger things vibe I know that um, Finn Wolfhard, the actors, is in both of them, but it's it's so kind of like these old Stephen King um, movies from the eighties, like Stand by Me, and a bit sort of like The Goonies and that sort of coming of age eighties movie, and it's yeah, not that scary. So I'd I'd, I'd very much recommend seeing that. Okay, uh, I I don't want to see it in quite cinema because uh, I know what people do. Someone will start laughing in the movie, and then that's it. So no horror movies in cinema. But I saw a picture. A guy walked into the cinema. He was the first guy into the cinema, and he saw the clown sitting in the middle of. I've seen that. Yeah, <laughs> just, yeah, that would that would just run. I'd leave that room pretty quickly. Exactly. I want my refund. <laughs> I, I I haven't even got a particular kind of fear of clowns. Like, but Pennywise, yeah, is pretty scary. The in the original TV movie of it, I, I found it terrifying when I was little, but. I loved that, and yeah, I love this this new adaptation of it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, TV-wise, I would say BoJack Horseman is my recommendation. If you've not seen that before, it's it's a Netflix original, so it's all on Netflix. What is it called? And it's just it's BoJack Horseman. Oh, I haven't seen it. It's the show about the horseman. Oh, okay, <laughs> but it's like it's just so great. It's got it's an amazing voice cast like Will Arnett and um, yeah, just so many guest stars, like insane guest stars, like. 
Paul McCartney or oh. uh, yeah, just just incredible people like Jessica Bills and the latest one. I can't even, my mind's going blank on who they all are, but it's yeah, it's it's Will Arnett and Aaron Paul are the main kind of characters. Um, but it's it's just so great. They, they they kind of walk a line of there's these dumb animal puns and all this sort of stuff. It's a world where animals and humans sort of coexist, but it kind of touches on so many issues that it it needn't for a kind of silly cartoon it, it you know it could just be dumb fun but it's it goes into like depression and uh, politics race sexual abuse sexuality oh. all this sort of stuff oh. but in such a clever way that it's so entertaining like i'll be laughing throughout but also it, it's oh, it's just so beautiful it's such a great show it's so yeah so many people who've been watching it lately have been like just cried watching another episode of bojack sort of thing it's just so emotional and just so perfectly made i think it just deserves all the emmys and yeah it's great and i feel like rick and morty everyone's talking about at the moment and that's great i love that but bojack's just a whole different level it's so good netflix, so i thoroughly recommend that netflix are doing great with their exclusives or originals yeah have you watched ozark on there i started watching it it was good but not great in my opinion and then i heard that it's okay. it's tips down after a while and I said I'm already not sold completely on it so I stopped and, okay, fair and started watching Narcos I, I know I'm very late catching up but <laughs> I'm really enjoying Narcos so I stopped thinking about Ozark I, I, I thought the acting wasn't always like on the spots uh, oh wow okay no, not always uh, the plot I felt is way too unrealistic at sometimes when he's doing the negotiations. It wasn't, to me, uh, not that believable. It's not like Breaking Bad okay. where yeah. you feel he's more. It's more realistic uh, scenario. That's that was my feeling. But I wanted to. Yeah, I mean, it's very much like Breaking Bad. This kind of fairly mild-mannered kind of family man who goes down a path that gets you know murkier and murkier, and he has to do worse and worse stuff to just survive. And like, I really liked it. I've only just seen it recently. I, but um, yeah, it felt like every episode, I'm like, how on earth is he going to get through another episode? He's surely for it now. And yeah, I really like that. I'm a big Jason Bateman fan because I love Arrested Development. It's one of my favorite TV shows. So yeah, so I, I loved it for him largely. So does it dip really after fourth or fifth episode or in your opinion? No? I don't think so. I, yeah, I didn't, I didn't notice a dip, but I, I watched it very quickly. I just sort of powered through it all in okay. a couple of sittings really. So I, I didn't get a chance. It wasn't like I was watching one a week and I'd, I'd notice if it dipped in quality. Uh-huh. I just, just watched it. I couldn't stop myself. Okay. <laughs> Narcos. I do really like though. I've only seen the first season of that, but that was so good. I need to catch up now. Season three's just come out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But that's the thing is, uh, Narcos is a lot better, so I stopped watching uh, Ozark. Yeah, no, it, yeah, the acting in Narcos is so good. The guy who plays, um, what's his face? I can't remember his name now. Yeah, it seems like he's a real cartel. It, it just can't be acting. He's a real cartel. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's, he's done he's it in his lifetime. So <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, it's weird when you watch a show in a completely different language. For for me, anyway, most shows obviously are you know Western, so there's you know, American actors or, you know, UK actors. So it's weird because pretty much all of Escobar's scenes are in what Mexican or Sp- Spanish, Spanish yeah. whatever, you know, but, um, so I, but I can still tell that he's such a good actor. Even he might not be doing a great accent or anything. I wouldn't know, but he just feels so real as that character. It's amazing. It's really good. Uh, can I just go back and ask you regarding Uncharted, you said Lost Legacy, what would you say is the best Uncharted game? I know game gameplay have game mechanics have improved obviously, so that's not completely fair comparison. But what which yeah. game do you prefer? 
I I was thinking about this because when I finished Lost Legacy, I was thinking where would this fit in with my kind of uncharted, you know, ranking. Um, I think one has dated quite a bit, even though they've they've remastered it for the Uncharted collection. It's it's not that great. Um, even like the the kind of voice lines, the the kind of the plot and everything, it's not amazing. It, it's it's good to play, and you get to you know you get to meet Drake and Sully and, and stuff. But they've really come into it, and their relationship, um, especially in two. So I would say two is is my favorite Uncharted game. I think three's got better graphics. Four's obviously got better graphics, but I think two, then four then three i think but and then lost legacy and then one i think but i, I did still really like lost legacy these are still you know minimum eight out of ten for the first uncharted all the others are like nine ten yeah. they're, they're just so good yeah yeah what about you uh, two the best I, actually i agree with your order especially number two is definitely the best the yeah i think they made a huge jump in the gameplay game mechanics the train scene was the best uh, yeah, that's yeah, so good. How the game started? The I was looking at it, and then the the cutscene stopped. And like, what's going on? And then I realized I can actually move the cutscene. It's like it feels like a cutscene <laughs> yeah, where you can yeah. move. And how the story was told and folded was great. That's my criticism for the other Uncharted games. When there is a plot betrayal, like a huge betrayal, I'm not gonna say anything because the last two Uncharted games are still new. Maybe some people didn't play it. Yeah, but. When there is something happening, uh, the reconciliation happens too fast. It's not like Last of Us. I keep doing this yeah. and like, no, in Last of Us, it would have taken a longer time. <laughs> it's good, but it's not, it's not quite Last of Us. Yeah, yeah, because it's a fast-paced <laughs> game. So they're not focused yeah. on the development of the uh, characters as much. Yeah, no, I, 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 yeah, I mean, I said earlier, Last of Us is my favorite game, but the Uncharted games as well. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm stupid in a way. I know people say things like the latest Zelda game on the Switch is, loads of people say that's the best game of all time. I just don't see that. I, I'm not a Zelda fan myself, but I think something like Uncharted is just the perfect game. It's just it's just everything a game should be. That's what I consider just a, a kind of perfect game. Just graphically, gameplay, acting, storyline, everything. I just love it. Yeah. Uncharted is a quick, uh, easy-to-go game, like just lay back, shoot and jump enjoy the yeah. scenery last of us i i have to be more focused because i'm invested in the story yeah so it's less fun kind of yeah i'd it's say it's fun in a different way yeah 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 it's not yeah just chilling out putting last of us on no it's it's not you've got to you've got to be invested in it <laughs> uh well james uh, it's been really a pleasure having you uh i'd love to go on but i know i'll keep dragging for a long time uh, so we have to put us. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sure we could talk about Last of Us all day. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> or other things I'm not going to mention. Uh, before we wrap, uh, can you please take a minute uh, to let the listeners know where they can uh, find your work, follow you, and share any final words you have? Yeah, I mean, um, I'm I'm easy to find. I'm James Worthy on just about anything since I ever first had the internet. I made my first Hotmail account. I've just been James Worthy. So that's on Instagram, James Worthy, um, James Worthy Cosplays on Facebook, and on Cosplay One, just James Worthy again. So I'm I'm pretty easy to find. Um, but no, I, I mean, no no real kind of pearls of wisdom to to divulge. But just to say thank you for having me back. And someone, yeah, someone will have to return, and then I can come for the third time. Keep breaking that maybe record. Maybe Last of Us episode before Last of Us. Comes <laughs> yeah, out. yeah. I'll be called friend of the show soon. That, that's what I want. That's my dream. I'd uh, love to have you as a co-friend of the show. 
uh, <laughs> well, uh, James, uh, thanks a lot again, and uh, hope to see you have you again. Yeah, I'll see you in October when uh, I'll I'll introduce myself because I won't have a beard, so you might not recognize me. Yeah, you have to. <laughs> I, I'm still unlikely to make it, unfortunately. Oh I'll, no! I'll, I'm, I'll, I'm sorry I'll try my that. best, especially <laughs> that after October, then you have to wait until next May for the next yeah Comic Con, and that's a long time. Yeah, well, Birmingham in November. That's 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 uh, good as well. I do like MCM Birmingham. How large is it? Because I'm traveling, you have to it's, keep in mind I'm traveling like every ticket hotel. No, I know. It's it's a it's a bit of a journey for you compared to me. <laughs> um, it's it's pretty big, yeah. It's it's a it's a big hall. It's at the NEC, the big exhibition center. Um, you probably watch some Cosplay Music videos, and you can get an idea of how big it is there. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd recommend that. Yeah, I spend most of my life watching Cosplay Music videos, so I've seen a lot of conventions that I've not been to. Okay. <laughs> it inspires me. All right, I'll look into it. Maybe I can make that one. Uh, <laughs> at any rate, uh, thanks again, and have a good night, I guess. Yeah, it's bedtime. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much right, for having thanks. me again. Thanks. Bye.